Welcome to TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. (laughs) Both <laughs> <laughs> are like, should I start? Should you start? I'm so Glee. used to you. <laughs> I'm so used to you starting Hannah Montana like podcast episode, With, like a formal intro, <laughs> like a whole like this is the episode in the season and of Hannah Montana that we did. Today. That's not how we do things here. This is as you call it, guerrilla podcasting. <laughs> um, no. is that show with me too? Shut the fuck up. So we we, we have a guest today. It's our, our first guest. ever guest on TH Glee. Why are you throwing things? <laughs> Your bong came out of nowhere. <laughs> Don't talk about my bong. <laughs> Don't talk about my bong that way. <laughs> Anyways, Grace is here. <laughs> and we watched season one, episode ten of Glee. It is called Ballad. Ballad, and it is called Ballad because they are they are forced to sing ballads this episode, which they actually do. Unlike Mashup, which when they didn't sing, which included zero mashups, <laughs> coming off of an episode where they sang multiple mashups. Yes, yeah, so, they're very confused with their titling. This was not my favorite one so far. No, no. so this one is bad. It is just bad. It has Most- its moments. Mostly well because it's just wildly cringy oh, <laughs> for God. like eighty percent of the episode. It's um, it's upsetting. <laughs> it's got some. It's got some so upsetting moments to it. Upsetting. It's so upsetting. Okay, here's my synopsis because literally there's only like two. Courtney, give the synopsis. Do it. Um, we start with Mr. Shu saying, everyone, we're going to sing ballads this week. We're going to choose your partners at random. The one black guy in Glee Club who has no lines is sick for plot reasons. <laughs> and so there's an uneven number of people. And so Mr. Shu is doing a name and a hat situation and randomly assigning people. And then he has to throw in his own name and Rachel gets him and they sing a ballad together, and she falls in love with Mr. Shu. They sing, it's important to note, they sing Endless Love together. Just on the yeah. spot, out of nowhere. They both knew all the words. Brad, the they, piano player, was, like, ready. They circle the piano. Scaring it's very upsetting. Mr. Shu is looking concerned, but he still will not break eye contact with her. And she has her Leah Michelle death stare, <laughs> where she does not blink. Mm-hmm. Why does everyone in the show have doe eyes? They must have put that on the casting call. Apparently. Um, meanwhile, Finn is concerned about, like, or, like, Quinn is 
going to a chastity <laughs> ball. Um, but her mom is like trying her dress on her, but it doesn't fit because she's preggers. And then Quinn gets in, or Finn gets invited to dinner. It is so confusing that they're Finn and Quinn. I can't keep that straight right now. Um, it wasn't their smartest choice when crafting the characters of this show. So Finn gets invited to dinner, but he like sings a weird baby love ballad to a video of the sonogram of his not baby. And his mom catches him and finds out that Quinn is pregnant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he just like kind of cries a lot. And then he goes to dinner to Quinn's parents' house. And in the cringiest scene ever created by man in television, Finn sings. What's the name of the song? You're You're having my baby. (laughs) To Quinn in front of both of her parents. And then Quinn promptly gets kicked out of her house by her dad. This is also after her dad gave like a speech about how into Christianity is. Yeah, and how proud he was. like what his speech was. He was like, I'm so proud of my older daughter who married a Christian man. (laughs) I'm so proud of my younger daughter who has never had sex. I think Uh, this is the only time that Quinn's older sister even gets mentioned. Well... Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. (laughs) I don't think you are either. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Nobody watches Riverdale, but I was going to say it reminds me of um, Betty and her sister in Riverdale. Anyways. um, So Quinn, or Finn sings the song and it makes me die. And then Quinn goes and lives with him and his mom. um, And then the Kurt and him are, Kurt is also his partner in the ballads and Kurt is the one coaching her through all this because Kurt is low-key in love with Finn. Not even fucking Not high. even low-key. Very much high-key. Madly deeply in love with Finn, which um, begs the question, what's so special about this fucking guy? Why is everyone in love Absolutely with him? Absolutely nothing is special about him. He's a thumb. He's just a fucking, like, walking thumb. I have, I just had a memory of like, like 10 years ago when my best friend told me that Finn on Glee looks like a zygote. (laughs) (laughs) I take it you agree with that statement? (laughs) I I agree. Anyways, the episode ends with all the Glee Club singing Lean on Me to... Um, Finn and Quinn and but, to Courtney, show- but Courtney what happens between Mr. Shu and Rachel oh yeah so Rachel gets real weird and uh, for first Mr. Shu gets real weird he goes to Emma and is like I need your help and then he mashes up don't stand too close to me and young girl and then the <laughs> master Rachel got what Did I, I said something wrong no it's just funny <laughs> And then the me- he was like, did you get the clear message out of this song that I mashed up? Which, first of all, it was a way too sexy moment for anything to be clear. He was laying it on rather thick when his motive was ostensibly to, like, deter this girl from being attracted to him. Yeah. I just think it's weird. It's like, so let me sing a song with all the words I could just say. Yes. <laughs> And then her... You've just described Glee's entire essence boiled down to its core. Let me just sing these words that I could say like a normal person. But the (laughs) message that she got is that she is too young and 
he can't it's hard stand. for him to stand close to her. It's hard for him to stand close to her. And then he's like, Emma, help me. But also Emma is madly in love with him. She's and incredibly so she, horny by this number. She's just drooling and can't make a coherent sentence over whatever the fuck this white boy just fucking did. With his also, she's boy. engaged. So and he's married. <laughs> so and then Rachel shows up at his house. Mm-hmm. Like he gets home and is like What's cooking for dinner, Terry, my lovely wife? And then he, he was handed my a lovely beer. pregnant wife. Pregnant in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Wife. Um, and then Rachel hands him a beer, and it's like a horror movie when it cuts to her. <laughs> it, it is. There's like a sound cue. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a wah, wah, wah. And Mr. Shoe's like, what the fuck is she doing here? And Terry's like, well, she cooked us food and is cleaning our bathroom. And Mr. Shoe's like, you can't do that. And so then he drives her home, and then Susie Peppy, he, Susie Pepper is a part of her. I can't get into that. Susie, Susie Peppy. Susie Peppy confronts him in the bathroom and is like, You only like Mr. Shoe. You Shoe's. haven't even said who Susie Pepper is. Well, Susie Pepper was in love with Mr. Shoe. Oh my a few God. Years ago. You were talking just like really fast. <laughs> I just like take a breath. <laughs> not even talking that fast. You're just that high. <laughs> Just nonstop, though. I just take a fucking breath. I would like to state, for the record, for the folks at home, that my view of Courtney and Grayson right now is really something. Courtney's like sitting in the foreground, far away, and then I just see Grayson in the background, shirtless, eating cheeses from the box. And if that's not a statement on who Grayson is. No one warned me. It's literally like my ultimate form. (laughs) It is truly 90 degrees outside still. And it is. I mean, it's 12.45 a.m. Like, it is midnight. Wow, it's only 9.45 for me. It's much more socially acceptable for me to be up doing this. I can never say that. (laughs) Anyway, Susie Pepper. Susie Peppy. Susan Pepe, she was in love with Mr. Chu a few years ago, and Mr. Chu confronted her and said, you cannot be in love with me, because I am a teacher, and so she, while listening to uh, More Than, more than words, words, eats the, <laughs> eats the world's hottest pepper, and don't put the box in front of the fan. <laughs> no, there's no air. <laughs> He yeah. put the cheesy box right in front of the fan. Keep going. Shut up. Um, so Susie Pepper. She eats the world's Susie hottest. Peppy. The ambulance got there just in time. Apparently, she burned. Of course, Mr. Shoe. Yeah. She had to have an esophagus transplant. Yeah, and yes. now that she's gone through years of therapy and is somehow still in this high school, she uh, seems she's very sane though at this point. Yeah. She, he she confronts Rachel and is like, Rachel, you are not in love with Mr. Shu. You just have low self-esteem. So stop it. <laughs> I was well, like, go I, off, Susie Peppy. Well, like she had like a full great monologue about like this is all in your head, like you're just doubting yourself. Also, it's- Susie Peppy is played by uh, a lady from Grey's Anatomy. Yes. <laughs> Um, that could refer to so many people. It could be yeah. Sandra O oh, for all you know, listening at home. It's not. <laughs> it, it's, we uh, all wish it was. 
<laughs> Guys, spoiler, it's Katherine Heigl. Um, <laughs> I don't remember her. No, no one does. No. no. Um, so then Rachel goes up to Mr. Shu and is like, yeah, you were right. This was crazy. Like, I'm sorry. And then, and then they sing Lee on me too. I think Lean On Me is such an overrated song. It's so, just, it's so overplayed that like been, whenever you like, hear it, it just feels like a cliche is in progress. Yeah. It probably because it was used in every sad movie in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, any children's movie had that song. Yeah. Um yeah, I love that Brad the piano guy just knows every song. Ever. Did I mention on this show or did I just mention to you privately that one year when I was in high school, I went as him for Halloween and I like I, tweeted it at him and he like replied and was like, you look so good. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Shout out to Brad. That is his real name. <laughs> Brad, if you're listening, <laughs> be on our podcast, get super high. <laughs> oh, I thought he would. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he looks like all of the Beatles. <laughs> he does. He looks like if all four of the Beatles had a single love child. And all of the Beatles. <laughs> he looks like them, but blonde. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that also, was a pretty good episode description, Courtney. Good work. Thank you. I also forgot to mention that at one point, Kurt was dressed like Kelsey from High School Musical. <laughs> yes. And he played the piano like her, even though it was very much somebody else playing the piano. It was the fingerless gloves that really like did it for me. Out of all of the songs in this episode, which one was your favorite? Um, when they weren't singing, probably. <laughs> okay, if you had to choose from when they were singing, <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot of Mr. Shu singing to Rachel, and it was creepy. Yeah, it was like he and Rachel were the only ones who sang aside from Lean on Me. No, Finn well, sang. Well, no, Finn sang I'll Stand by You, and then he sang I'm Having Your Baby, or You're Having I'll, My Baby. I'll stand and by Rachel you. sang Crush, I'll, yeah. Uh, I think Crush, probably Crush. Because it was only like 15 seconds long. It's just a, a little run. She didn't I mean, even I, get to that part. They had her record, record that whole song, by the way. You can get the full Leah Michelle version of that song on iTunes I, right now. Did you have it? Yes. Oh, of course you did. I, had, like, I don't know if I did, but I, I may have. Actually, um, I'm in a position to check this. So, fun fact for the listeners, Grayson is also a Rolodex of Glee knowledge, apparently. I do. I do. Apparently. I too much. So, um, I'm the Courtney, one you should make um, a game for Grayson and I to discover which of us is the bigger Glee head. I think you are. Definitely. I think, I think you're right. <laughs> anyone who loves Glee more than you do. <laughs> or doesn't love it, but, like, knows more about it. I mean, the thing is, if you are a true Glee fan, then it is a love-hate relationship for you. There is no person out there that simultaneously respects themselves and genuinely, from the bottom of their heart, loves Glee. <laughs> really Just say. But it's so true. But that's so sad. I mean, the thing is, Everybody that I come across on the internet these days that is, like, a genuine Glee fan is someone who watched it after it was off the air and, like, just started watching it on Netflix. And I'm like, you don't know. You don't know what we've been through. You can't act like you know what this show is about because you weren't there. (laughs) See, I also miss 
because I was never on Tumblr, so I feel like I missed a whole side of the internet. You did. You definitely did. That I can never, like, go back to. I do not appear to have Crush in my iTunes library, but I have I have a lot of other stuff. <laughs> I think the only Glee songs I owned were Don't Stop Believing. And you had whatever was on the Glee Wee karaoke game we've established. I also had the Glee Wee karaoke game. <laughs> Which had just like the first thirty seconds of every song from season one. You it could was- only do karaoke for thirty seconds, and it was like, "Here's your score." <laughs> and it would like in the background play cl- the the scene from the episode of them mm-hmm. singing it. Would have loved to have tried it for myself, but alas, my copy never arrived. If any of our listeners want to send us a Wii and a copy of Glee karaoke, I have a Wii. I have a Wii in my house that I could hook up right now. Send me then, a copy of Glee Wii Karaoke, please. Yeah, DM us. <laughs> but then it could just be a rehash of last time somebody offered that to me. Uh, anyway, my favorite song was probably Lean On Me because Mercedes sang it. <laughs> That's true. Mercedes and Artie sang Lean On Lean On Me. Um, so Yeah, for that reason alone, that one's probably my favorite. I... Um, a lot of Mr. Shu and Finn in this episode, and I just don't care. Oh, God, both of those humans. I will say, despite how cringy this episode was and how much I do not particularly care for either of them, I didn't mind their songs in this in the same no. way that I mind some of their other choices, you know? Like, I mean, it wasn't, it's never going to be my thing, but of no, the songs that they do, I was like, oh, this is relatively inoffensive. Yeah, knowing that they're how their relationship goes as Courtney, you don't even know. I just this is fine. <laughs> yeah, listeners, uh, please let them know your um, high school crush stories. But like, what? On, I want to. I want to know. We're not even telling our high school crush story. Did you, I know. Did you have a? You never had a crush on. I crush never. Crush? I never. Like, no. It was not so, even in college. No, no, like no. all our professors were so old and or women. So. Oh, so like teachers specifically? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, not like not like crush like a kid crush but like an inappropriate crush. I mean, never anything that like was <laughs> The times where I found myself attracted to teachers, it was always so benign that I was like, this is more of a joke than it is an actual thing. So, like, I could, like, make jokes about it with my friends, but it was never in any way serious or in jeopardy of becoming something ugly. But I I mentioned when we were watching this that there was one high school math teacher at my school who I never had a class from, but some of my friends did. And he would always wear these little sweater sets. And he clearly was just, like, some guy. Like, he wasn't even, like, particularly attractive. But I always was, like, I always referred to him as the tease. Oh. <laughs> fun. <laughs> because I thought he looked kind of cute in his little sweater sets. <laughs> if my, like, actual friends from that time listen, then they will know who I'm talking about. Otherwise, don't worry about it. <laughs> That's as far as things ever went. I never once like tried to instigate time with a teacher outside of class. Yeah. I don't think I had a crush on any of my teachers ever. I, well, think like, I, tr- I feel like I can't even call that a crush. Like that's not even yeah, in third grade. My teacher was like a younger man. So everyone was like, 
that's interesting. But like I was in third grade. So <laughs> yeah, that's before you really have that sort of feeling. Yeah, it's before you like know what that means. Um, but in high school, we had um, a couple teachers assistants who were like 20, 21. Yeah, like young. So they were kind of, they were kind of hot because they weren't that that but they weren't that much older than us. So the only know. like TA that I had in high school was in my French class and it was this lady named Mademoiselle New and me and my friends all really disliked her. Oh, uh, we we want we She looked her. like Beanie Feldstein. Oh, that's fine. One of the TAs was like this like like hot young college guy and he was fine. I I never had any classes with him. I had the the, the vast majority of my teachers in high school were all really old and some yeah. of them absolutely should not have been teaching cuz they were absolute fucking weirdos. All the all the teachers in my high school were fucking science and math and language nerds because I went to a science and technology high school. So none of right. them were none oh, of them were good looking. <laughs> and all of them were like a little old. So when I was in high school, one of the TAs got arrested for fucking, like, three of the students. See, this seems to have been a relatively common thing, because, like, Rick has, like, told me stories from his high school where, like, several teachers fucked students, and I'm like, and you guys were just okay with that? Like, if I knew that that was happening, I probably would have told an adult because I was such a square. I think that happened at... UPS, but I mean they're adults. So it's like, what? I think there was a professor who was having, who was like dating a student. I can cut this out, but I need you to tell me what you know. I, that's all I know. I don't know. You don't know other, who? No, I don't. You don't even know like what department? I think it was. It might have been English. Um, I, I or like. Oh, I really want to know who the professor was. I it, probably wouldn't know who the student was, but I know most of the English professors. I don't know if it was English, but I think it was some professor in that building. In um, Wyatt? Yeah. Mm. I almost said Warehouser, but that's the psych building. <laughs> W's, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, what's your favorite episode of TH Clee? I like the one where they talk about their college campus for a long time. <laughs> I don't know which is more interesting, this one or the one where we talked about Portland traffic patterns for like 10 full minutes. Look, Elise and I have a lot in common. <laughs> There's also the one where we uh, talk about Andrew Cuomo resigning for like a solid three. Okay, well, I got the I got the like Apple News alert yeah. during the episode. It happened and it was important. He got by his last ghoul. <laughs> TikTok, I saw about it. I um, don't. I never got. I got a ghoul. He's Italian. Oh. That's so funny. I thought it was funny. What? I mean, like, what is there about this episode of Glee that is left to say? I mean, I feel like there were good moments in this. I'm just not remembering them right now. And, like, Um, this episode, I mean, (laughs) the plot did move along. But the whole Quinn situation. The whole Quinn situation in general with her family is really upsetting. But she, like, like, I would say, like, the dialogue they wrote for her. Like, when she's confronting her dad, it's pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah, I really always like the moment when um, when her parents are, like, telling her to get out. And um, she, like, confronts her mom and is like, you knew. 
I know that you knew before I told you and you didn't offer me any support and I needed my mom. This is a scary time for me. And she like calls her mom out for that. I was like, that holds up. That's still really good. Dude, at least you like quoted that fucking verbatim. I mean, you don't know how many times I've seen this shit. Impressed. Her, her Dabo is is the fucking worst. I hate oh, him. he's such a creep. Been in. He's always in like military movies and like military. TV I feel like he was in even Stevens as the coach. Well, let's I, let's take a trip to my favorite app for podcasting, IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> right there. Um, Pull this shit up. Ninja. Sorry. <laughs> But then Jeff. Um, there's also it was like all the main character heavy episodes, but none of them were interacting with the people that we usually see them interacting with, which is interesting. Like it was a lot of Finn and Kurt, or Mercedes. Ooh, Mercedes found out it's pucks. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. Here. You didn't even mention that. That's pretty big. Oh yeah, because he was like, he's not even the father, and snapped. <laughs> Mercedes is like, you may be the baby's daddy, but it takes a lot more to be a father, and that role has already been cast by Finn or something. Yeah, Which, that's, that's it. Get off of TikTok. We were recording a podcast. Oh my gosh, sorry, I forgot. Oh shit. Okay, do you want to hear what else Quinn's dad has been in? Yes. Yeah. Um. So I actually realized where I knew him from but this is not it but he was on 23 episodes of scandal and he played old man in an episode of darren chris's season of american crime story he was also in one episode of supergirl however what i knew him from was that he's in the gardens of the galaxy movies who was he in that it says he was grandpa quill oh yeah he's yeah yeah he's like a blue guy no, he's in the hospital when his mom's dying. Oh, okay. Um, huh? Was he in Even Stevens? I'm not that far back. He was on four episodes of Bunheads. Oh, <laughs> so there. He was on one episode of Harry's Law. <laughs> cool. Uh, this is his only appearance on Glee, evidently. Really? Her her, his, her dad never comes back? Nope. Her mom is in like two more episodes, if that. But I think this is the only episode with her dad. Well, I know now because I just saw it on IMDb. He has a lot of credits, so it is taking me a hot second. Yeah, he's like a character actor. Yeah, he's in like a lot of things like as for one episode. Um, I'm going to say he was not an Even Stevens because now I'm in the mid-90s and I have seen no sign of Even Stevens. Okay. Oh. Well, that was probably some other disappointing. <laughs> what is your hair doing? What is she doing? Oh my! <laughs> oh my fucking god! Oh, thank yeah. you. I'll oh, thank you very much. So now Mercedes knows that Puck is the baby daddy, not Finn. The Only a matter that- of time until everyone knows. Basically, the fact that Finn is so dumb. He's so dumb. He's so dumb. That was my biggest takeaway from this is like, he is such an idiot. Like Quinn's mom even says like, don't play dumb with us. Like, don't tell me that you never had sex. Cause like you're pregnant. And Finn still doesn't get it through his head. That Quinn's story literally is factually impossible. Like, how does he not think it possible for her to cheat on him? 
Like, I could not tell you, especially because he's not a very trusting person as the show goes on. And Finn's mom now is roped into this. And, like, how does Quinn not feel awful for making her go through this, too? I mean, we are, like, two and a half episodes away from everything hitting the fan and him finding out. So... Does she... (laughs) never goes back home though right no well so she in the back half of season one she and mercedes like become friends and she goes and lives with mercedes for a while um and then at like the end of the season her mom is like i'm leaving your dad i got us a place you can stay with me okay yeah i I vaguely remember this yeah because he's a dick yeah he's a real creep any guy that cares that much about someone's virginity red flag <laughs> like like the idea of a chastity ball is awful when you dance with your father it's literally uh, a nightmare it is literally a dance for fathers to show off their virgin daughters to other dads Most of them probably aren't even virgins yeah but it's just a ball with other dads and their daughters so you're sh- the only so creepy. Your daughters off to are other 40 year old men what? i mean it's like it's like the intro of like a porn waiting to happen. It's, is what it is. When you think about it, just like you're getting so upset over someone having sex. That is maybe also she wouldn't have ended up pregnant if instead of telling her not to have sex, you told her about birth control and condoms. Well, we did establish when we learned more about the Celestia Club that when Rachel says contraception, uh, Quinn's like, "Don't you dare say the c word here." <laughs> Abstinence only. It doesn't fucking work, obviously. That's what Rachel said. Am I Rachel? Am I Leah Michelle? Yes. Oh my god. Fucking finally. <laughs> finally you admit it. I feel like I might be a Rachel and I hate that about myself. My- you know, everybody has some Rachel tendencies, especially if you work in the performing arts. It's just part of the gig. It's just a matter of managing that and not being disrespectful with it. As someone with a lot of Rachel tendencies, I'm here to tell you it's not all bad. <laughs> I always thought I was more of a Santana. Uh, no. You're a Brittany. And your, like, sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> Brittany's lovely. Do you want to be a Kurt? Like, I don't want to be on this show. No. <laughs> don't gas me. <laughs> if you had to choose from, like, the 40 characters that Glee ends up having, who are you most like? Sam. <laughs> Sam, are you a teen stripper? <laughs> there was that one summer. No. Are not. you very good at impressions? Well, very good in your own mind. Yes, yes in his own head, yes. It sounds like you might be a Sam. <laughs> and you're really thinking about those. Really- I might be Blaine. You barely even know Blaine. You can't even know what I mean by that. No, I know of him. No, here's what I mean by that. At first, Blaine appears to be a cool, aloof, older boy. And then as time goes on, all you see is just how fucking emo he is all the time. And he's too big of a romantic that it, like, trips him up when he's, like, trying to do stuff because he's too invested in romance. Oh and you're God. like, how did I ever think he was cool in the first place? And he cares too much about his hair? That's me. 
I know exactly who I, I'm fucking Sue. <laughs> Y'all. Brittany, you're also kind of Sue. Yeah, so I'm a, my, my, I was Sue Moon. Sue. That is, there was no Sue at all no. this episode. Sue wasn't even in this for a second. That's right. I didn't even think about it. Oh my God. I mean, Emma it was barely in it. I do love Emma. I'm not an Emma, though. Nobody should be an Emma. I, I'm, I almost said Kate. Caitlin aspires to be an Emma. <laughs> I was an Emma. I don't want this. <laughs> oh, I would be Demi Lovato. I'd be Adam Lambert. Well, You'd be in like two episodes and then dropped forever. Yeah. I'm Jonathan Groff. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Shit. Jesse. Je- what did I call him? Johnny St. Cloud. <laughs> yeah, Courtney called him Johnny St. Cloud in the last episode. Johnny St. Cloud. I he couldn't remember his name. We're I so close to him showing up. We're like three episodes away from Johnny St. Cloud, you guys. From Total Eclipse of the Heart? Huh? Is, that in that one? Is that in that one, Total Eclipse of the Heart? Mm-mm. No, that's later. But it's him. It's just, it's later. I know, but I want it. You have to be patient for some things, Courtney. That's well, in season one, like episode like sixteen or whatever. Bad reputation. That's actually a good one. I like that one and laryngitis a lot. And those are back to back. You're being very patient, waiting for Darren Chris. So, Ugh. you have no idea how much it's uh, taking dude, out of me to be patient for this. Fucking debut. Ugh. Truly, one of the greatest episodes Glee ever did was his debut, and they like single handedly decided that he was going to be like recurring because Teenage Dream sold so fucking well. Oh God. It was their like biggest charting single since it's, Don't Stop Believing. It's good. It's so good. It's better than the original. That's not even a controversial stance. Like I'm sure Katy Perry would agree with me that the Glee version is better than her version. Oh, I'm sure. I don't like Katy Perry though. Controversial opinion. Oh, that Teenage Dream now, that's my favorite album of hers. I never liked Katy Perry. Music. Firework. Oh, yeah. Well, Firework happens on Glee in a really weird way. Yeah. In another great episode, also starring Darren Chris. Oh, man. I like that every that's episode. That's where he sings When I Get You Alone to the guy at the Gap. That's in that episode that Firework is in. Oh, my God. It's so uncomfortable when he's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to be fired. Like, I have a lot of feelings about that episode. I will, however, save them until we actually get there. I don't want to spoil my I know, okay. dark secrets about that episode. I like that the end of every episode of THB is us. Is you, got, is you thinking about other episodes that you can't wait to get to? Well, and the thing is, I have told you, sure, plenty of insane things that happen on Glee, but I have not even scratched the surface. I've also forgotten. And I am withholding, I am sitting on a veritable treasure trove of Glee spoilers. Hell yeah. Just waiting for you to get close enough for me to detonate that shit. Um, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So. At the end of the episode, where they're doing Lean on Me, Elise goes, man, Santana didn't have any lines this episode. <laughs> and I corrected her and said that she said Brittany this episode. She did. She said Why? the name Brittany, and that's all she said. That's her line, and she got paid for those for that word. She pulls no. the name out of the hat. She opens it, and she goes, Brittany, and that's all she says the whole time. And Brittany goes, yay, and they kind of squeal a little bit, and then that's it. We don't even know. They were already fooling around by this point. We just don't know that. Much to think about. Much to consider. 
I feel like we're all a little bit of a few characters. I think you're projecting a lot. Um, <laughs> How dare you? At some point, we're going to take the which Glee character are you quiz. I mean, I could just administer that because I'm so well-versed in the nuances of every character. I can <laughs> assign you what character you are. Okay, assign us character, Elise. This is the new game. <laughs> Well, we established you have a little Rachel, but I would say that can also be interpreted as a little Santana because they're kind of two sides of the same coin. Um, You you definitely also have some Sueishness about you because you're very um, like cynical about certain things. Um, But so, yeah, I mean, like a Santana Sue hybrid. Santana Sun, Sue Moon, Rachel Rising. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like the characters that come into play much later and if any of those really apply, but they kind of just don't have very much personality. So, yeah. I wonder if you will identify much with Kate Hudson's dance teacher character in season four. <laughs> I might. I, I've seen a couple episodes of that, or a couple mm-hmm. more. I haven't seen, like, full episodes. She's very Did you know that she fucks Rachel's boyfriend purely out of spite? (laughs) Yep. No, but that's really funny. And they later revealed that he was a gigolo all along. (laughs) Well. After they sing How to Be a Heartbreaker by Marina and the Titans. Oh, so good. It's not. It's so bad when they do it. He goes, at least I think I do. (laughs) Courtney of the Glee characters that you are familiar with so far which one am I I will I will say I think I'm most like Blaine but you don't know Blaine yet you don't know him like that yeah I don't know him like that um that's that's hard because I feel like I feel like you could be some Marley too oh come on yeah (laughs) I don't know who that is you think I'm that susceptible to an eating disorder? Oh my God. <laughs> I did not. Um, I mean, that's like her main arc for her first like half of a season is that the other character successfully gave her an eating disorder. Is that is that Supergirl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Marley is Supergirl. Yes. Um, Thank you for using a reference. I understand. <laughs> Um, I can see some Tina. I, I was going to say, I see some Tina. Because I'm uh, spunky? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I do see some Rachel. I can see a little Santana in there. When you're feeling feisty. Um, <laughs> when I'm talking about how Rachel and Quinn should just fuck and get it over with. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah out of the characters I know, I... I I, my gut says Rachel, I think. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Quinn is too mean. Like, I don't think you're mean. I think you're ambitious. <laughs> I think maybe you're like a little bit of a Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, just, just a tad. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with Rachel. Final answer. Lock it in. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if Rachel got like well adjusted yeah rachel but and like just like mellowed out a little and ate some weed 
Yeah, Rachel on edibles after years of therapy. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so she's like living good now. Yeah. Do you know who Rachel ends up with? Do you know who is endgame for Rachel? Because Finn dies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? No. Is yeah. it Jonathan Groff? Yeah. It is. Oh, that is cute. But in the final episode, she is pregnant, but not with Jonathan Groff's baby. No, it's with Kurt and Blaine's baby, right? That's correct. Good job. I knew that. Now, name the made-up, incredibly fake-sounding musical that she wins a Tony Award for in the series finale. Oh, God. It's not funny, girl. No. Um, It's like a biopic of some... Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. The title is incredibly weird. What is it? It's called Jane Austen Sings. Oh, yeah. Oh, why does it just sound like a... Like a fifty four below concert. <laughs> Jane Austen <laughs> sings. Yeah, of like Kate Bush. Terrible song. name. Absolutely dog shit name for a musical. <laughs> that's like a Kate Bush album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be better. <laughs> Weird. Well, spoilers for season six, which I've never seen. Dude, no you don't. Season. You don't. I am saving so much in my little vault of a brain on season six that I'm choosing to withhold from you. You don't even know. <laughs> I don't want to know until we're there. Ten okay, years then from I, now. I won't tell you. I won't tell you anything else about season Ten six. Ten years from now when we're doing season six finally. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Grayson, do you have anything else you want to talk about? No. Okay, that's that's Grayson. Everyone, he is off the clock. He was on this episode. <laughs> he was present for the recording of this episode. He ate some Cheez-Its while we talked about Glee. I you was watched to the bell. You watched TikTok. I watched. He turned it off when you reminded him, though, that we are in the middle of recording something for public consumption. Unfucking believable. I just would like a little participation. This was your idea. Cody, you are not my real mom. <laughs> and I never will. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you so much, Elise, for having me on. Yeah, it's you're welcome. Fucking manners. <laughs> Courtney, would you like to um, say the line that you say to end the episode? God, what stupid ass line do you fucking <laughs> It was totally a It is pretty stupid. I thought she was joking when she said it the first time. Oh no, I fully did it because it is fucking ridiculous and stupid. Are you ready, Grayson? You're not prepared. Oh my god, just fucking do it. (laughs) Future us, take it away. Oh my god. And it always ends with us hating it. (laughs) It's our new tradition now. (laughs) We can't stop now. Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at Cordy Style. 
And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. (laughs) 